Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Becky Love the Chats Mixtapes episode. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hello. How you doing this week, Jen? You know, hanging in there. You ready to talk a little bit about some TV? Yes. So, we actually have a couple different things uh, here to go over for some TV this week. We actually lost a couple really good shows that we were talking about last month in April. But we also actually gained a couple shows, and uh, one of them we actually watched, The Real World. I am going to finish watching that season. (laughs) I don't know about you. I don't know if you're going to come with me for that ride, but I'm excited. I mean, it's a ride we're going to go on. We're going to go on together. So I think it's probably high time we get started here. This week we had, well, this week we're covering movies, not TV. Blah. Wow. As I'm looking at this list. We're we're covering uh, TV shows. Out came out in May '92 or left in May '92, and we actually had a couple. We had MacGyver, which we talked about when we went over the MacGyver situation. Yeah, that's right. Allegedly, the last episode is actually aired on May 21st. We also had the Golden Girls come to an end. That's a bummer. But we have the Golden Palace in September, which we're going to check out. It's okay because it's still on TV. Almost you could probably find it at almost any time. What year did the Golden Girls premiere? Are you asking or do you actually know the answer? I know the answer, yeah. Um, uh, 1986? 1985. Close. Mm. We also had a Night Court. Were you a fan of the Night Court? Um, It wasn't really something I watched a lot. I mean, were you a fan of the Night Court? I vaguely remember it and then thinking to myself, there really is like a Night Court. And I never followed up on that. I never actually put it together that it's supposed to be court that happened at night. I just thought they were two words that went together. I think that's actually like what it is. It's supposed to be like court that happens at night. I wonder if that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, there was like 200 episodes of it, but I I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it is. Well, we'll have have to look into that because that was a, a silly one. And then, of course, The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson came to an end. Yeah. One guy, you're yeah. like, yeah. One of the, one of the biggest uh, late night shows ever. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's for um, it's for the generation before, you know? Oh, definitely. You know, not anything. So you know. <laughs> you're the cat. I do. Uh, so, so do you know who premiered, though, since that show went off the air? Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Yeah. I Tonight's show I with Jay Leno. Are you a fan of that? you a fan of Jay Leno? Not really. Anything? I mean, I actually saw Jay Leno live. Let in, me ask you, uh, um, California when I went to LA. Let me ask you a question here. So, who do you feel late night wise that you have ownership of? Because, like you said, Johnny Carson. I really feel like that. That's like kind of our parents. That's like their whole generation. But like, I really felt an attachment. I like. I really feel an attachment. Felt an attachment to like the late, like like Conan O'Brien's mm-hmm. like after show. Yeah. You know, from Jay Leno? Yeah, you've said that. Yeah, I mean, I love I mean, Conan. I, I really like that. Yeah, but, like, I didn't watch his TBS show because I just feel like I was a little detached from that, which I feel bad. I don't really feel much with the newer guys, right? We, we don't really watch them. I don't really feel anything for it. I, mean, I went I through, clips. like, a short phase where I'd watch them. I mean, honestly, like, I'm not really awake watching TV that late. Like, I'm usually asleep. Um, what would your favorite one be, you think, of all of them? Now? I don't just know. Just in general. Favorite late night show, go. I mean, back then it would either it would probably have been Letterman. Um, 
I do really like Conan. I kind of like them all, though. Like, Jimmy Fallon makes me laugh because he's funny. And he does some fun things, like fun games. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel also does some funny shit. And I don't know. Like, I really like Kevin. Who's your favorite? Probably of all of them, it would be Conan. Conan. But it, but it would be that the 90s Conan, you know. That, I am, that was really I what I liked. The really most. enjoy his podcast. Yeah. yeah a I lot. Mean, that's a... Which is basically like a, a late show in podcast form. He just interviewed, but I mean, it's just one person, but it's kind of cool. Like how he took his, I don't know. It's still his. Prince, well, yeah, it's still you know? him. It's yeah. still him talking, still his interview style. But yeah, I would probably say Conan. I, I only asked just because I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so Jay Leno starting in 92. <laughs> he's just so funny in such like a specific way, you know, like Oh, he's funny. In, the thing about Conan is he's funny in an intelligent way. Uh, what he always reminds me of is, you know, you take somebody like Dave Letterman, David Letterman, and he always came off to me very snarky, like the cool kid in in the back of the class, like the class clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Leno came off as just kind of like the ultimate, like dad joke guy that you're like, this guy's funny. But, like, his jokes are, are for everybody. They're for everybody in the room. Everybody in the room yeah. could take something out of them. And then, you know, Conan was just, like, kind of for I, the I, nerdy, dorky theater kids. That's how I felt with him anyway, because I was always like, I he's pretty accurate. He's for the rest of us. Like, his, his humor is very smart in a very specific way, right? Very on the nose, very, you know. I mean, maybe I was one of those people, too, that, like, would watch. I, I would kind of, like, see who was on what show. And if there was somebody who I really wanted to see, I'd watch that show. But if not, I'd probably default to Letterman or, yeah, Conan. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was going to be I like, watched Arsenio, too, back in the day. Um, well, I mean, we're going to go through all these again when we, when we check in next year on the late night shows. But it, that was pretty interesting. But our main our main one to get into is the real world. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We just watched the first two episodes of the first season of Real World and ever. is basically like the birth of reality TV, right? I mean, yeah. Pretty, Pretty much, as we're watching this, <clears throat> so it, it opens, and we're following one single person sheltered from their lifestyle in Alabama. Julie. And as we're following her, clearly the camera's using her to introduce us to the other characters, because, you know, that's how the director chose to shoot all this. To be like, this is the real world. But, like, everybody else is, like, basically from the New York area, it appears. So, it's like, she's the fish out of water, dropping us into this. So, we're all experiencing this together. Well, the girl Becky is from, I think, the Midwest. She, or she said a farm town in the middle of nowhere. So, I guess that could be upstate New York. They didn't say yet. We only saw the first two episodes. But, but. they're not really spotlighting Becky. They're more spotlighting Julie. So, that's the, that's what I'm saying. We're kind of following. She's our guide. She's our eyes through this world to navigate through this. Um, especially considering that they're like, you're basically a fish out of water, 17 year old, like Southern girl. You know what I mean? She was 19. 19, whatever it was. But yeah, she was definitely the youngest of them. Definitely the most different. Mm-hmm. For sure. So it's, uh, it, it's pretty interesting. Everything that's happening seems contrived. Definitely on the nose, the, uh, Dave Chappelle skit, which will happen years and years later, but on the nose for this original version of it. Like, it just seems so like... You know, someone's off camera asking them questions and doing things, which are just all things now that are staples of reality TV. But it's so much, it's so much, 
it's the infancy. So it's like we're seeing the one guy. Yeah. He's just <laughs> answering questions in the bathtub. And you're just like, what? What is Norman. that? Like, Norman? Like Norman. It's it's amazing. It's just like, what? I, I don't even understand like <laughs> where anyone would think that's good. And then I just flash forward thinking, you know, how far we've come where it's like, you know, how far we've come where it's like, here's the Jersey Shore family vacation. And they're all just like answering questions on a green screen, you know, talking about whatever little thing had just happened. Okay, well, I got some answers here. Um, we got Eric, Kevin, and Heather are all from New Jersey. Okay. Andre and um, Norman are from Michigan. And Becky is from New Hope, Pennsylvania. And then Julie is obviously the one from Alabama. So, yeah, so they're all, you know, only from a few places, but... She's definitely the fish out of water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think it was cool. Um, there were some things that I told you as we were watching, and I'm like, this feels like we're watching like SNL skit, like a satire right. about this, like what you're saying. But also, there are things about it that feel actually like real life that I don't think you get in a lot of reality TV shows now. They're so polished and scripted and... This, they were just scenes where, like, they're cooking food and being silly, and it, it felt grittier and a little bit, so time capsule like, so 30 years ago. But, um, so I kind of really appreciated that. I like how, like, right away, um, they, they show that, like, Julie and Heather are kind of becoming friends. And Julie is this, this white girl from Alabama, clearly sheltered, mentions that her dad does not like black people. And Heather is a black girl from New Jersey. And she's a rapper. And she, like, writes a list of, like, her slang that she uses so Julie can understand her. And they kind of, like, go out to eat and talk about their lives. And it's, I don't know, like, it'd kind of be cool if there was more of that now, right? I, I don't know. It just seemed really well, innocent. Like Julie was just like, I want to know about other people. You know, it didn't seem like, I don't know. Well, because it, I, we, again, I'll just reiterate. We saw the first two episodes, you know, so I don't know what happened. Well, because what I think, it, I think it is here. And I think what you're seeing is that it's a novel idea. You know, I, I think of the show, the closest one I can think of now, reality type show thing, but also fits this mold is kind of is naked and afraid. I remember when they, first brought that out and they're like here's naked and afraid here's these people we're just gonna drop them with like one or two things they're naked like in the wilderness right so then it got so polished to the point that people are like wow you know like i'm a super super like it's like you just kind of found some people you know even like the original survivor you know the the first kind of game show that was a reality show too you found people and then they created like an archetype they created like a a structure of how people should maybe do this activity and that's what it is with the real world like you said you're watching people just kind of talking just feeling each other out but then you know i think in the next season i think that's the one with like puck or whatever he's like fighting with everybody and like making a big deal and so then as you go down he, the line doesn't he like mail someone a pig heart well eventually you're yeah gonna, but <laughs> it eventually, gets like crazy eventually you're gonna get like the miz from wrestling is on this and wait really there. yes and he's <laughs> there he's definitely on real world and he's there and his whole thing is he wants to be a wrestler so he's like pretending to be a wrestler the entire time that he's on real world gotcha and so it's just like people just become so self-aware of what they're trying to do. Right. They just want to become celebrities. And especially where this is simple. Nobody's a celebrity. Yeah. In the world of like, 
you know, internet and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's, it's just so easy to try and think that it's easy to become famous. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it feels like it used to be this huge wall to climb and now it really feels attainable so i could see how people would use shows like this to like get fame and then like pimp out all their social media and stuff to try and get followers i I could see that happening um but back then but this is i mean there's no cell phones Mm -hmm. there's one beeper that heather has that julie makes a comment like are you a drug dealer why do you have a beeper and that was like a whole thing um where like there's there's none of that there's just a landline and they call their parents at like you know and that's Mm -hmm. it and Huh? I think that's what's kind of cool about this, too. Um, also, how many musicians? Three? Four? Well, this was back when MTV was still incredibly MTV, and it wasn't reality TV programming True. 24-7, so they were probably trying to use that hook, that angle. I mean, they were definitely still... They were playing videos most of the 90s, I feel. You know, maybe towards the very, very, very... At the very end, they were maybe, like, half and half, you know... But they were mostly playing videos, so this was really, like, their first, like, wow, this is a really wild thing. It was, like, this, and at some point soon, like, if not already around, like, Eon Flux, and then we're going to get Beavis and Butthead, and then we're going to get Road uh, road Rules, right? Which was, you know, this like, this concept, just people in an RV, right? Same thing, and then doing, like, different challenges. Yeah, they have to do, like, challenges and stuff. And then there's Road Rules versus Real World. Yeah, well, then right? it becomes real a Real World, <laughs> Road Rules challenge, and now it's just a challenge. But, like, back then, with this Real World, like, the Road Rules stuff, you actually got, like, more athletic people, because they were like, I'm going to go do, like, outdoorsy things or whatever, I I think, if I can recall correctly. Yeah. Whereas the Real World is just basically, like, we're just people. Yeah, they do a lot of crazy shit. Um, and they have to have a job, and they have to do a thing. And then, of course, we're going to get the ultimate, you know, the Real World on steroids. The Jersey Shore, where they're like, we're just going to specifically look for people in a location, like certain people in a location, mm-hmm. put them in there, give them all the booze. But I-, I think it was cool about watching something like this now is, uh, like you said, how raw it is, but also how um, simplistic it is because they're showing you their cuts and, it, and they're trying to tell a story in almost a fair and artistic way. Right. They're not really like they're showing you something to entertain you, but they're not really trying to show you something to like sensationalize anything. At least from what I've seen, like it doesn't feel in, like in other episodes know. or other things, like you said, with the beeper comment, all sorts of stuff, they would have just immediately taken that and tried to paint one or the other as a villain. And here they're just like, this is a, a statement someone made. And then it was quickly, you know, addressed and taken yeah. care of and they're showing all the other people kind of half laughing about it whereas like now where people are more self-aware they know it would make good tvs to be like oh yeah that was really messed up there was so much tension and drama and blah 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 blah. and then like you know then they probably cut to like two people talking being like you know that was really really messed up when she said that and blah 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 and like it, having a heart to heart because they know what to do you know it felt like they tried to do that on like a small scale and then like didn't really like i don't think they tried it i think it just was what it was where people were just like yeah that's that's like julie she doesn't know what she's talking about well that's the thing right she's 19 she's from probably a sheltered area you know like norman in the bathtub but but i'm saying (laughs) in the future we know where that goes we know that that's you know (laughs) <laughs> two different sound effects where we're cutting to people like what you know like yeah. looking like oh my god i can't you know stop stop the record why would anybody ever say such a thing instead it's just like not nah, happened yeah you know and you see what appears to be like flirtation between um is it eric and julie right 
Yeah, yeah. And you could just kind of see it, and you could just see the, you could see how like somebody like Eric, um, is really, you know, real, quote unquote, because he's he's, <laughs> I think that's probably who he was at twenty something years old, right? I don't yeah, think there was a lot like there. He's just being three or something. He's just being authentic, and that authentic version of the person is exactly what you think that would be. Where I'd be like, I, there, you are a model who's very seems very infatuated with himself. Yeah. You know, like you are who I think you are, right? And I think you're, you know, whereas maybe he'd try to lean into more personality or sensitivity or something like that now, right? Like 30 years later on a show like this, you know, try to lean into the other sides and, you know, push his socials and do everything else here. He was only 20 because I just looked him up and he's 50 now. So, right. You seem like a 20 year old, you know, he seemed just like like a 20 year old model. So, Anything else that stood out about you, about the format, about the show, about anything? I mean, just, like, the little interview segments are really funny. Like, there's one where Becky is, like, sitting, like, they, I think on the rooftop or something, and she's just so, so 90s. Like, I think, I think the thing that really, that the reason I'm going to keep watching it and I'm, like, really intrigued by it is just watching New York City in 1992 and like how people dressed and what it looked like and how dirty it looked and just like just all of that like it's really I'm so into it I'm so into Becky's outfit on the roof during that interview she had these crazy circle glasses on and like a scarf wrapped around her head and bright lipstick and I'm like oh my god she looks like reality bites and I love it um so yeah and also like I did watch this I don't know if I watch it religiously, but I know I watched it. And, um, I don't remember anything that happened. And now I'm kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen between Julie and Eric? I mean, something has to happen, right? I, so now I need to watch it to find out. No, I wonder, I wonder too, like, <laughs> 30 is, years ago. If this is just, yeah, but it, 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 again, it's the infancy of all this. So I wonder if anything even does happen with any of this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like I they do, from what I remember, I don't know how accurate it is. I feel like they do kind of get together um but maybe her like religious background you know might be a a hurdle but i don't really remember that's just me but i don't know i mean if you keep watching you'll find out otherwise you could you choose the google box and get your answers but i'm gonna watch the second season too because i think that's the one i was really into yeah i I think i remember like the one there in seattle because i was like wow seattle seems really cool i remember that one yeah specifically because i remember that but, I mean, it was also, you know, again, when your options are what's on cable, they would play this stuff and do marathons. I remember they'd do marathons of, like, mm-hmm. all of them when they would get ready for the next season. And that would be, like, the only time you could, like, watch them. So, if you didn't watch it or didn't see it or whatever. So, I remember, like, in the summer, I think it would happen. Or, you know, kind of right around now. And they'd be like, oh, it's a real-world marathon for Memorial Day or something. So, like, all would just be all the episodes. they just play them all, like, on loop, especially towards the end. Um, of the 90s where they had a bunch of stuff to play so that was interesting I, I remember i think like seeing a few of these randomly but i always remember thinking wow this is really dated compared to what it ends up becoming you know some of these other seasons down the line things like new orleans and like <clears throat> seattle and a bunch of other ones like we didn't skip ahead obviously because we we're just kind of rattling off the top of our head but it's stuff that i kind of remember because i just remember the people and i remember some of that and like i said i feel like i remember the miz's season he was on there. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I ever watched that one. Um, well, did you watch any reality shows like back? I watched like the, the first day. season or two of Survivor. I remember that because that was a real big thing. When we mm-hmm. get there, like that was a real big thing. 
Um, I did watch this kind of, but not really. Again, just in the context I said, where I remember they'd have like marathons and I watch it because I wasn't really a huge, um, outside of uh, a shameless plug here for our you know wrestling recap. I didn't really watch anything outside of sports and wrestling weekly. Yeah, that you could say like I watched it. Um, I I really. So, like, something like this, whatever day it was on, like, if you miss a couple, it just, it would be tough. Um, the only stuff, the reality stuff I did, I, I watched Jersey Shore, you know. But as a kid, just really kind of those two. What did you watch? I, well, this was ten years after this, but I got really into the Osbournes. I think oh, I have, that's right. yeah, I, I have the, that. um, like, the box set. <laughs> I really, really... Really got into it. I don't know why. I thought it was great. All the little dogs running around. Ozzy speaking gibberish language. And then they have, like, an Ozzy translator on the bottom. And if you get the, like... I had the DVDs or whatever. And they're not censored. So, I mean, every other word is fucking this, fucking that. And it's just... I, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I would say Jersey Shore, then. If you want to go, like, into that. Or I was thinking more, like, the older... The original stuff. But uh, Jersey Shore. I can't even think of anything before that i mean i did watch the real the real world well people watched, i did like this people watch honey boo boo i know that was the thing well that was only, that's even later than no i know yeah, yeah no I, well, honey for, boo boo it's, it's not even called honey boo boo it's called um damn it what is it called oh my god and, and, and like then they then they end up going from this to like 16 and pregnant or like teen mom and like all that other stuff Dude. oh it is it's it's called here comes honey boo boo i guess oh, yeah honey boo boo yeah they changed it to something else later, but that's what it was in the beginning. But um, yeah, cause then then there's like Teen Mom and like, oh yeah, all that stuff. That that's where they go. Then there's Catfish. I remember that was like a thing. Yeah, I liked some of. The, I liked Teen Mom. I liked Catfish. I used to watch Sixteen and Pregnant. Listen, I'm not proud. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm proud of these choices that I made, but I they th- were guilty pleasures. I, I never got into the Kardashians or any of that kind of. The only like celebrity ones I would watch were the Osbournes. Really, I think that's it. But um, yeah. Oh no. I feel like there was something. Oh, didn't Bam Margera have a show too? Oh, I watched a show of that. Yes, he did. Right, because he had a show. Because that came on like when Chappelle oh. show came on. Like they had a show where they were like doing stuff like weekly and stuff, right? Uh, With yeah. the, like Uncle Vito, right? Was it Uncle Vito? Yup. Um. Or yeah. Well, I mean, Phil. there was Jackass, so I watched that, and the Bam show was. What was it called? It's not Viva La Bam. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Viva okay. La Bam, yeah. Oh, there it is, yeah. Something like that. And so he had a show. I remember watching that. And that was really it. But, I mean, this is all those other shows. You can tell they all, you know, came from this is this is like the main, you know, this is the main lineage. Because even here we're doing the cuts where we're showing people, like, how you were talking about um, Becky, who was all, uh, you know, dressed to the nines with the scarf <laughs> and the, the, the lipstick and stuff. And then we even had Eric, right? He's Eric. Eric Nice, yeah. Yeah, so we even had or Eric. Nice, Eric Nice. Eric with his hat, and you keep seeing the same hat. And it was just funny because, like, in the beginning, obviously they probably filmed for a few hours or filmed for a day. And then they're like, all right, let's set up. Let's have you sit here and talk to me about, you know, the past day or two or whatever. Because in the two episodes, like, they keep cutting back and forth to them in those really wonky clothes. Right, so it's I, oh, yeah, it's like not like whatever he was wearing, the, on his head it, you know, it's not like oh, every time you go in the confessional uh-huh. or when you're in the confessional, you wear like a black shirt and like whatever. It's like he's they're wearing very specific clothes 
talking about random scenes. So you know they must have just filmed an hour of them. Mm -hmm. And then they're interspersing that throughout the episodes. Yeah. So it's interesting to kind of watch how it all evolves, right? Because then they're not wearing like... You know, they're always wearing different clothes. But obviously they're probably showing them the cut of like what they watched. I would imagine that's probably what they do. Maybe. Unless they're doing like an actual confessional, right? Like if you were like in the Jersey Shore when it gets crazy and they like go in the confessional room and then they're in the and then you know they're in the room because pe- people bust in and stuff and you're like what the fuck. You know it was wild too and I wonder if it was just because there was like a camera crew or maybe the producer like influenced this or maybe she really just is that. I mean she seems like a super outgoing girl, but when Julie just asked the random guy for a ride on his motorcycle. Oh, they definitely... Yeah, like, that had to have been, like... 100%. They had to have... But I had friends in college that did shit like that, so that's why... Yeah, but we all had friends and knew people (laughs) that did stuff like that, except I think the main difference is, even now, a professional crew of a cameraman and a boom mic around someone with the big light is gonna make everybody look at them of course so of course these guys were you know more receptive to whatever's happening because they're on tv plus both guys their faces are there so they must have given their likeness i would imagine oh yeah yeah so they must have signed something one of them talked to the camera so so i'm saying they must have signed something so like they must have been like hey you know that's true let's ride the bike and do the thing but it was pretty interesting, or, or the whole, you know, just just in general. It was, it's just interesting, like I said, to see this stuff in its infancy. Because I know there's a, a kind of evolution of all of this when they have that writer strike in the mid-2000s-ish. Because then there was no regular, like, scripted shows. Right. And so reality TV became a bigger thing because it would give more notes and push more. And obviously, MTV is going to realize that what they're really missing here is a ton of alcohol for their 20-something-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to make them do wilder and crazier things, which we know they'll evolve perfectly to when they get to the Jersey Shore. Why are you uh, looking around aimlessly? Oh, I thought you looked at the corner behind me, and then I kept imagining a spider just descending upon my head. So this I was is my, wondering uh, if that's what this was is my happening. podcast co-host. I'm sitting here trying to recall things and think, and I, I think it's actually like a it is a thing if you. I think if you, like, look to the right, that means that you're, like, remembering something. And if you look to the left, you're, like, making something. It's, like, a whole thing that, like, an advanced technique that people know. Whatever it is, I'll have to look it up. But, like, when you're talking, if you, like, yeah. if you're th- if you're using your brain to, like, recall something, mm-hmm. then you, like, look in one direction subconsciously. So, like, I'm just subconsciously looking and you're, like, oh, my God, there's a spider. And I'm, like, no, I'm trying to well, recall. I didn't, I didn't say, oh, my God, there's a spider. I was just trying to scope out the Guys, the if you, can, if you sure. can see her, it was close. It was close. <laughs> So we're going to we're going to kind of keep going I think from what it sounds like with this real world thing. 24 minute episodes on uh, Paramount Plus. Pretty pretty easy to watch. And I'm I'd imagine a first season they're not going to have a ton of um ton of episodes like a ton of episodes are probably like 10 or 8 or something. I don't think they they're, they're going to be doing like 22 yet if they even get that far. I thought that they were an hour long though. I really do. Oh, they're they're like twenty minutes. I thought, yeah, but maybe later seasons. I agree. Are. I if you were to ask me before we watched it, I would probably would have said I thought they were hour. Uh, yeah. later seasons. Because again, I just don't think if I had to guess, I don't think a lot really happens. Because I think it's more they start finding the people that they know. Like, well, if we get this person, then this person and that person is just going to be straight up be like oil and vinegar, you know, oil and water, and we're just going to have, well. We're, we're going to have a showdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what they kind of build towards later. And then especially with the alcohol. Because 
you know, now I think they have, what, the Floribama Shore, and they do all sorts of crazy shit, and then... Oh, yeah, I did watch some the of that. Jersey we watched some of the Floribama... It, listen. For a minute, yeah. That was a lot more uh, kind-hearted. That's <laughs> later, though. I got, like, I, I'm thinking more of this earlier stuff, because this earlier stuff was very... It was new, like you said, because I, I go back to Survivor whenever we get there, and just how all that worked out, and how, you know, three people had, like, an alliance, basically, and it was like, right, or two yeah. two or three people, and, like, then everybody just was like, well, that's the only way you have to play this game, right? That's the only thing you could do. I never got into Survivor. I never well, really watched well, it. Well, that, that first season, it was wild, because it was like, why does this guy just still keep sticking around? And then you realized, oh, wow. You know, because he had this alliance with these other two people. So that they always were, you know, but they weren't saying that they had the alliance. Oh, it was like a secret alliance? Yeah, so it didn't come out until the end. Like, they all kind of made it, like, towards the end. So, because if I remember correctly, and, you know, again, we're just good crook reality TV, but I think it was, like, maybe the guy's name was, like, Colby or something. Somebody. Some, there was, like, some dude that was probably, like, mid to late 20s, early 30s, who would just win, like, all the physical challenges. So he just could never get voted out. And he was, like, a nice guy, like, a nice dude. And then I think there was, like, three people. This guy, like, Richard, who I think won, like, a lady. And then I think, like, an older guy. And the three of them, like, together. I think it was, like, maybe Susan or something. I don't know. It's all off the top of my head. So. But the three of them, like, together formed an alliance. It was, like, like he, like Richard was, like, an older, maybe, like, not older, but, like, middle-aged guy. Probably, like, not definitely not as in shape as a younger guy. Like, then, like, there was an older guy. He was, like, maybe, like, a World War II vet or something. Like, Vietnam. Like, an older dude. And then, like, a... Again, like, a maybe, like, maybe, like, a middle-aged lady. I don't want to get all these people wrong. But they, like, formed an alliance together. So, whenever they would, like, get have to vote people out, nobody knew the three of them were working together with the sole mission of being, like, well, the three of us will get to the end and then one of us will win. Right. right. So, right. it doesn't really matter how that works. We're all going to get a chance to win. Whereas everybody else is just kind of playing on their own. So then all of a sudden people realize towards the end, like, wait, these three have this, like, alliance. And then, like, came out, like, on the TV. And you're like, what the fuck? As you're watching, you're like, wait, so these, because obviously the camera crew knew because they were filming them all the time. So they, they knew that that's what these people had, like, kind of conspired to do. So it was interesting because then everybody else, like, going forward would, like, make these alliances and do these things. Because it was just, that's how, I guess, you put, you know, that's how people saw it. So that's how the game was, you know, the game was played, right? I'm sure it's just human nature, too, you know. Part of it, yeah. But obviously, you know, one person to whatever it was, they were like, well, here's the rules. Like, we can win this way or win that way, you know. That's why they, they had to keep tweaking it. But it, I say that only because it just reminds me of, like, the real, like, watching, thinking about that and then watching this. Because, again, where, like, if I think the real world ends up going to, let's say, something like Jersey Shore. You like you think about how they go from one to the other, and they just take these people, fill them with all the alcohol possible, let them go to all the bars and everything, and let everybody let them in and give them a party house. Versus like we're doing this nice little social experiment. What happens when all these people get together and see what happens? It's like, well, it's entertaining-ish, right? Because of the novelty of the experiment. Right. But then now they go later when it evolves, and it's like, well, we know how to entertain you. By pretending we're doing this, like, experiment, right? Like, we're just getting all these people together. We know that they're going to, you know, we're giving them the fuel and we're giving them the match and we're just going to watch this fucker burn, so. Yeah, but I think, like, back then maybe it wasn't even about watching it burn. It was just like, let's see what happens. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, and it's it was that, an experiment. Yeah. And okay, then you see later on, I get that's what the bridge becomes, like, there oh, has to be all like, there has to be all this drama. Has to be there fantastic. has to, two people have to be against each other. It has to be alliances. It has to be mm-hmm. this same as Survivor. You know, where like that this is how they did it. So then people saw it and evolved it to a point that you're like, 
where how we're digging idols and hiding them in places and doing all these things because you know like otherwise five or six people just get together and figure out a way you know on the slide to be an alliance and and again like you said it's human nature but same with the show human nature is that if these people are together they're all nice people they are going to want to like work through things and get through a, a situation once you start finding people that just like are very confrontational by nature or are diametrically opposite from someone else then you're just, you're you're setting the you know it's one thing to take a smattering of regular people it's another thing to cherry pick kind of who you want because you know they're going to go against someone else right and then eventually that'll become well we're just going to set them up here's all the alcohol and just see what happens you know right 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 so but it was interesting to see how it starts anything else you want to add on the real world nope can't wait to finish it gonna, yeah gonna watch some maybe later Next month, we're going to get into some, that summer times, you know, school's ending. Yeah. It's out for the summer. We're going to get some of those repeat shows, but maybe some of those game shows, some of those original bingeable shows. Back when they used to do the marathons. I'll never forget in June, right around June into July, just that Twilight Zone marathon they'd always run, I think, by July 4th. Hot take. You didn't didn't watch that? Uh, A little. I it's I I get why people love it. I know I get that it's really good. There's a few episodes I that you know are iconic that I've seen. But am I gonna get excited about a Twilight Zone marathon? Nah, I'm not. Well, but but again, you know what it is. I know it's terrible. I, I'm like the only. No, I, it's not terrible. It's just like you're sitting here watching the real world right now, from 1992. I'm so excited. If if TV still existed the way it did remotely back then like if just 30 years later it did and they're like hey we're gonna run like all the real worlds you know on memorial day weekend or something you might be like oh okay i'll watch it but since everything's on demand you have to go seek it out it's like the thing about the twilight zone that was cool when they did run that marathon was especially like when they run on sci-fi channel was like you yeah you'd seen them but like maybe they'll play one you hadn't seen but also like they just disappeared you didn't have them. Yeah, I didn't right. have them. You I didn't have watch them. To them all the time. You didn't have access to them. That's what made them cool. So it was like cool. a special thing. That's yeah. what made it cool. I thought that was New Year's Day. I thought that's when they do the. They definitely did. Zone. See, I feel like they definitely did something in the summer too, because they do. Like I just, I remember watching it like in the summertime. Like I remember like being at my cousin's house and watching it after getting out of the pool. That's why. I, that's why I remember. I remember like the pool, and then I remember going inside because we were not allowed like inside during the day. Because they had a pool, so be outside, be in the pool. You know, everybody was like outside. Gotcha. So people just weren't like inside. Everybody was just outside. And so then I remember like it would be like nighttime, like maybe we're waiting for fireworks or something. And then like inside, you know, my grandpa or somebody would just have the Twilight Zone. Marathon. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know, so you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Um, so this is completely unrelated. Yeah. And it's about now times, not 1992. Okay. But soon, maybe next week, mm-hmm. there's going to be, and I'll tell you how, I, how what reminded me of this. There's going to be. A rescue dog show on TV. And I'm really excited. And what reminded you of that? Well, because we were talking about how um, Twilight Zone Marathon was on. like, And you were like, I'm not sure if it's in the summer or, you know, I'm like, oh, I thought it was New Year's, but it could be both, whatever. And then that reminded me of like special like times a year that you watch things. And then I thought about the dog show because we always watch that. And that's on, on uh, Thanksgiving and then it's on again in like the summer and then i saw a commercial the other day that there's gonna be like a rescue dog show and i got excited and i wanted to tell you so we don't forget to watch it and then i forgot until you started talking about twilight zone 
So if you do listen to this, it's your choice. Choose your own adventure if you want to keep that in there. Because I feel like that was like a personal <laughs> moment of uh, a very jumbled, beautiful mind that just got all over the place. Because I'm like, what does that have to do? Oh, well, because uh, I just wanted to remind you personally of that. Not the audience who could consume this whenever to be like, there's a rescue dog show. No context. What the show is, like, I'm thinking rescue dog, like, rescue dogs, the cartoon, like, dogs that have, like, jobs, that have, like, they have, like, a firefighter hat. Like, what are we talking about? No, I think it's just, like, like, dogs like our dogs. Like, the people, does re- like, there's random dogs. Like, not, like, um, you know, fancy dogs. And it's, like, a dog show for, for like, dog dogs. Um, just so I don't offend anyone. And I, and I obviously do have dogs. But, like, you're a special kind of person. Though, when you just decide to be like, well, you know, just dogs. It's just a show about dogs. Dogs, dogs, dogs. Like, I don't want to offend anyone in the dog community because I am a person that has dogs and I have rescue dogs, but I don't need to watch other people and their rescue dogs. Just saying, not saying. Don't act like you don't watch the dog show on Thanksgiving okay. with The me. reason I watch the dog show on Thanksgiving has nothing to do with my love or not love of dogs. It has to do with one tradition and two, I love dogs fucking love pageantry and parades i don't know why (laughs) i love it at all levels i love it at the local level where you're out like in a local parade and you're like i don't know why these people thought this was a good idea and then i love it on like the national level you know the macy's thanksgiving parade or whatever i love the silliness and i love how people just really like i think to myself a lot as i'm watching these parades to be like that band or that group of dancers or that group of whatever spent a lot of time and effort practicing this. Whatever that is, right? Whatever it is. Like when I'm watching the Thanksgiving parade and I'm like, these people are walking, playing songs, like, you know, the marching bands and stuff down blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks. Like they've spent hours, months, maybe even years getting ready to get to this point to do this thing. So I appreciate that people have that kind of dedication. Most of the time, I think it's silly, but I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Remember when we lived in New York and on Groundhog Day, we'd go and yes. we'd watch the Groundhog and there were like a million people freezing their asses yeah. off to we were some watch of them some dude. To watch some dude be like, <laughs> oh, the Groundhog's not even here, but he proclaims this. And it's like, what am I even doing? Why am I here at, at 7 a.m.? Like it's it was just, around the corner I mean, I've house, been to many but... parades. I've been to New York Yankees parades, New York Giants parades. Like, I've been to parades of teams that have won just, just for the pageantry. Just for the revelry. I want to go to a parade of a team yeah. that wins. Well, we need to find one. But it's nice. You know, they, <laughs> they have a parade and you go to it and you just celebrate in the streets. People are just drinking. And like I said, it's just it's wild going to a parade. You're like, yeah, this is fun because it's just so... Well, listen, I just wanted to let you know there's a dog show for, like, average dogs, I think. Okay. It's not about 1992, but 1992 had the real world. And you just kept it real on this podcast. I did. This is a very special edition (laughs) of our question and answer section. Uh It's just going to be a one of one, best of one. Usually we do three. We're doing best of one. Why? Okay, we could do three. We could do three. Why would you why would you change things now? You're all about the rule of threes. I am. Because you know what? I only had but so many of these here. Oh. Ready? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm picking up the same ones. Maybe you're I ready. know. Well, because you're picking that's that's the dead pile. Yeah, that's uh, the that should be the good pile. I don't know. What popular nineties teen film is based on a Jane Austen novel? 
think I know this. The popular 90s teen film mm-hmm. is based on a Jane Austen novel? Yep. Oh, no. Um, Clueless? Clueless is correct. <gasps> Second question. What novel was it based on? Let's not push it. <laughs> I'll give you the point for Clueless. Go. Thank you. Come at me. Well, why don't you tell us the answer? Emma. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the 1994 indie hit Clerks, what was the name of the convenience store where the main character works? The Quick Stop. Yes. According to the U.S. government, what is the most popular baby name for girls in 1990? Was it Jennifer? Olivia? Jessica? Or Lauren? 1990? 1990. Lauren? Is Jessica. Ah, fuck, I was going to say Jessica. I mean, you knew it wasn't Jennifer. Mm. Yeah, there's enough of us already. Um, Okay, put these toys in the order they hit the market from earliest to latest. Beanie Babies? Tickle Me Elmo? And Hungry Hungry Hippos? Hippos, babies, Elmos. Yes. Two to one. It's what you would dial on your telephone to call the person that just called you. Is it star six nine? Or is it star six seven? It is definitely star six nine. Okay, good. Two to two. If I get this right, I win. Okay, it's like supposed. This is supposed to be played by like a whole group of people guessing the answer, and then the closest one wins. So, if you get close, I'll give it to you. I get to determine what's close. Ever, how much money was a seventy-nine-year-old Stella Liebeck awarded by a jury after suing McDonald's for spilling a forty-nine-cent cup of hot coffee in her lap when trying to remove the lid? I don't like how that's worded. So, Stella Liebeck mm-hmm. was given $13.6 million. Mm. No, I'm, I'm going to say that you're not close. It's 2.86. Now, I will tell you. Do you remember the story? Yeah, no, I know the story. But do you remember it? I remember it happening then, and, I rem- and, and I've and i watched a documentary about it. Because so uh, I, I was going to be like, that coffee was very hot. No, because the way this is worded, they made it seem like this is a person just trying to, like, sue, you know, frivolously to be an asshole. And then the reality is the coffee was absolutely scolding hot, and she spilt it and had, like, what, third-degree burns and stuff and needed surgery and was in the hospital and was, like, horrible. Yeah, legitimately, like, her skin yeah. melted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we watched that documentary. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh my god, I know who that is because I remember how horrifying that. Also, I thought it was about twenty million dollars because they made it seem like it was preposterous, and said she sued for like basically a little bit more than her medical bills or something. Right, and then they ended up giving her more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Are we done, Thomas? No, that's right. I got to ask you one more because we're tied two to two. Mm -hmm. I have one more for you too. Am I supposed to ask you another one? Put these films in order of their movie rating from G to PG. Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire, 
Toy Story, Train Spotting. Put them in order. It's from, only going to P. Wait, it's from home. G to PG to PG thirteen to R. Okay. Um. So wait. So Home Alone, Train Spotting, Mrs. Doubtfire, and what was the other one? Toy Story. So Toy Story is G. I am embarrassed to say that I really have only seen Mrs. Doubtfire once and it was a million years ago so I'm trying to figure out if that's PG or I'm going to give Mrs. Doubtfire PG Home Alone PG-13 and Trainspotting R I'm um, incorrect because of the way that you're looking at me. I know that I'm wrong. I don't know what the fuck you think Home Alone was after you've seen it. You think that's not a PG movie? I absolutely do, but what's Mrs. Doubtfire? PG-13. How, how? I don't even... Like, that's the thing. I, I don't remember anything. I feel like that's like... Because Home Alone has some... There are actual, like, burglars trying to murder a child. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the problems with Home Alone. Well, Mrs. Doubtfire, he's pretending to be an English lady. And then, like, at one point, Robin Williams is in, like... Oh, isn't he, like, peeing? He's, like, going peeing. Scene. Yeah, he's, like, peeing yeah, right. and, like, doing... it. Like, it's pretty... It's pretty... I mean, you know, crass enough. All right. I mean, you, you get one more. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. I apologize. Okay. What ESPN Sports Center anchor was known for his signature catchphrases? Hala, Booyah. And being as cool as the other side of the pillow. Stuart Scott. Boom. So that wraps our May 1992 TV show episode. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. Please uh, like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast. Catch us. on and rate it. At BLC underscore pod on the Twitter box. Yes, we're at BLC. Blah, blah, boop. We're <laughs> it's not good. Whatever's going on with me is not good. Uh, we're at BLC Mixtapes on Instagram. And we have an email. It's BeckyLeftTheChat at gmail.com. We are produced by us, edited by us, researched by us, fact-checked by us and maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell us that something we did was wrong. And we really, really appreciate you guys checking it out. So we'll be back next week. Potpourri. Always exciting. Oh, May yeah. potpourri always exciting. You it's always never your know. Fave. You never know you what never you're gonna know get when you reach into your grandma's table of bark. What you're gonna find? You never know. Well, as they say, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. They they say that anything can happen in this podcast closet too. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Bye. Bye.